You're on with Barbara. Hey, 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 it's me, Barbara Corcoran, and this is 888-BARBARA. That's right, it's time to answer all your burning questions. From the boardroom to the bedroom, nothing is off limits. So listen up for some advice on how to live your best life. Each week, I'll be answering all your burning questions, and sometimes I'll be asking them too, interviewing some of the greatest folks I know to learn the secrets of their success so I can share them with you. Hey, are you one of those people that people lean on? One of those capable people that is always giving advice and supporting your good friends and family. You might want to listen to this. Here's a lady who is phenomenal. But what's she getting out of it? She's in a lot of pain. Listen in. Hi, Barbara. My name's Linda. I'm from Oregon. I'm so glad that you have this advice line because I'm looking for some advice. I have an interesting relationship with my younger sister. I've acted as a pseudo parent to her most of when we were younger and a little bit in adult life because we're almost eight years apart and our mom was an alcoholic, so things were pretty rough growing up. But I feel like I am a really giving person and I feel like I still give a lot and help her and she's had some health issues and I always drop everything and run over there and help and support her. And uh, yesterday was my birthday and I got a two-word text, happy birthday. She didn't call. So I don't know whether to actually approach her on this and say, you know, it really hurts my feelings when you don't seem to really show that much effort and is me being your sister or if that just makes me look weak and needy. I did go through a pretty bad divorce last year and so I've been kind of hanging out by myself a lot and I don't have a lot of family so I I would appreciate you know some people reaching out to me but it seems like sometimes you support other people and then when it's time for them to support you you don't get that back. So what is your take on how you would deal with that? Would you say something or would you not? Thank you so much. So your younger sister has had the good fortune of having you step in the place of your mom who was unable to be a great mom. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. Correct. With the age difference between you, you were probably a little young to be stepping in the shoes of that responsibility, I would think. Did you feel like it was okay to just step in and be uh, your sister's surrogate mom from the get-go? Yeah, I'm the middle daughter of Mm -hmm. three. My older sister was kind of off. She was an adventurer and she was always gone. So the middle child is often a negotiator and all that. And Mm -hmm. so I just was always in that role. Kind of had the middle child role and the older child role because my sister was gone. So yeah, it's just kind of been that way. You don't strike me, uh, Linda, as being very upset about that. You're okay with all that usually? It depends on the day, but obviously (laughs) I was having a bad day when I called you about it. I'm happy you did actually, because I know so many people not in the exact same circumstance, but another version of the same thing. And it's a tough one. I don't think it's easy. Yeah, it is very tough. I'm a good person. I'm kind of a nice person to a lot of people. And, you know, you can't get taken advantage of. And with family, it's even harder because you always forgive them. So I don't know if I need to be tougher on them and stand up for myself more or if that's just the way it is because the family rolls. Well, I think with family, what happens is you get a larger share of guilt 
or self-questioning or Monday morning quarterbacking on each move you make because you not only wanted to do the best for the person, but you tend to put yourself aside as doing the best for yourself. That comes later. For all of us, I think managing complicated relationships with family members is always more complicated because the black and white lines aren't so clearly drawn and you're always trying to define the lines for yourself and they move around a lot on you, you know? Yes, they do. So I'm going to give you a perspective of an outsider, maybe just as good as any outsider on the street and maybe hopefully a little better. We'll see. I'm going to suggest to you that you're not the sister. You're the mom. If I were to close my ears to the words in your question to me on 888 Barbara saying, I have a problem, this is my sister, I would not have thought that this was anything but the mother calling in uh, who's having a problem with her relationship with her daughter. So you stepped into the shoes of a mother who is unable to care for you in the way that most children need, desperately need. Mm -hmm. Good for your bravery, your maturity, and your good soul that you stepped into those shoes without even blinking and took on the role of a very capable mom. However, now your daughter, and I'll call your sister your daughter, doesn't really appreciate you, and you're having a hard time understanding why you might be angry on one hand, but then you're also so nice that you can explain it away the next day. So you go back and forth, back and forth. And Mm -hmm. that's exactly what happens when you try to define lines among family members. Your sister, think of her as a daughter. If she was your daughter and she wasn't appreciating you, and you were doing all all the things you do for her. I would suggest probably she's a little old for that. Am I right? Yeah. How old is your sister? Oh, she's in her 50s. (laughs) You're kidding. She's in her 50s? Yes. I thought she was 23. So you've been doing this for 50 years? Oh, more or less, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. And you're laughing. You've got to have the biggest heart that God has ever given out. Here's what I would suggest. Think of your 50-year-old sister as your daughter, and you're her older mom by just so few years, really, okay? No longer think of her as a sister. She's your daughter. How do you build a good relationship with her? I think the first thing you have to do is get out of the unhealthy, hurtful relationship you're in. And it's called, in anybody's parlance, an enabler. You're enabling mm-hmm. her to be who she is and letting her get away with the 50 years. And one conversation ain't going to change it. Mm-hmm. First, You have to pin the label on yourself, which you can control, as an enabler. Next, you have to go for help as an enabler. There are so many support groups for people, enable people to drink, people who enable people to abuse them, but they all have one thing in common. They're giving more than they're getting in, and they're angry. I think you're more angry than you suspect you are, and I think it takes that birthday wish for you to realize how painful it is. But for you to cure it on your own, working out an old, tired relationship that's dysfunctional without the help of a support group, I think you deserve much more than that. I think you deserve a support group of friendship that are in the same boat as you. So sign up for a support group. Go to the support group regularly. Surprisingly, you'll find like-minded people. Once you find a support group that you can go to once or twice a week, you'll start to see yourself in everyone else in that room, and you'll hear what they did to make it better. That's what I think Mm -hmm. you need. I think you need a support group of like-minded souls for support and also for ideas. Yeah. And then I think you're going to get ready for a heart-to-heart conversation with your daughter. In this case, you call her sister. Okay? I think you have to have that conversation, but I think for you to go in it alone, 
without an idea, without a support group to go back and tell them how bad the first meeting went (laughs) is too tough. Lastly, you came through divorce recently. That's an enormous burden in life. And you would think that your daughter, or in this case, you call her sister, would have been more empathetic and time for her to give you support. That hadn't happened. I think you need comfort in that. And I think you're lonely in that as well. So it's a double header. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you from listening to you, Linda, you are a sweetheart. You're the kind of person that is a treasure as a friend, as a sister, as a mother, and you deserve to be treasured. And that should be your goal. But you're going to need the help of like-minded people to teach you how. I think, yeah, sometimes the strong people are the ones that don't get the kindness back because everybody's so used to them being the strong one that helps everybody else. And in times of need, when the strong person needs something, oftentimes the people don't know how to give it to them, I guess. Can I tell you, Lindy, you're spot on. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of people in your club, namely me. I'm a good member of <laughs> strong. Everybody leans on me and I expect very little back. But yeah. let me tell you, when someone reaches out and hugs me, and says to me, I know how you feel, Barb. Mm -hmm. I start to cry, and I realize uh, how much I needed someone to say that and hug me. Exactly. And you deserve that. And uh, I think you need to cry a little bit and get that love and support somehow. And I think you really need to go to, you know, something that suits enablers to help you do that. Please don't cheat yourself out of that. You deserve that. Thank you so much. That means a lot. I think you're wonderful. I see you on the show and you're so loving and sweet, but yet you're tough. And that's kind of how I feel about myself. But I want to be more like you. So you can be my older sister. And you can cry on my shoulder when you're ready to cry because I think you got a lot of stuffed up tears down there. Yeah, I probably do. Okay, Linda, I love you. Thank you. Love you too. Ciao, Bye-bye. ciao. If you're wondering how the coronavirus is affecting business, you might want to hop over to my other podcast, Business Unusual. I'm going to be talking to callers whose work have been affected by the virus and what smart things they can do about it. So hop on over to my Business Unusual podcast and listen in. And that's all the questions we have time for today. I hope you found the advice helpful. Think I got it right? Think I got it wrong? Have an idea for a great guest? Come on, give it to me. Tweet me at Barbara Corcoran using the hashtag 888Barbara and keep those questions coming into the 888Barbara hotline. You can subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't be coy. Leave a review for the show at Apple Podcasts and keep the party going on. We'll see you next time. 888 Barber is produced by Sandy Smolens for Audiation. And Lila Mann is our executive producer. Audiation.